ML Nation, episode 482. When you give options, people don't feel like you're trying to sell something. So three things that I have learned, it's tell stories, ask questions, and give options. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today who's built a huge business in Latin America, Spanish-speaking markets. We have Steve Huave. Hey, Steve, are you ready to make it happen? Oh, I'm really excited. I'm ready. <laughs> Steve Huave is from Puerto Rico and has over eight years of network marketing experience. Currently, he's a diamond direct diamond rank in this company has a network of over 10,000 people across 16 different Spanish-speaking countries, including the, uh, including the USA. So, Steve, I've given Emulation a very brief background, but what did you do? What was your previous background? What did you used to do? And how did you discover network marketing? Well, I started when I was, I discovered network marketing when I was 17 years old, actually. Uh, I was living there in California, in Southern California, in Orange County. And uh, I moved uh, from Puerto Rico to Orange County, California, because I have um, a scholarship in baseball. I was a pitcher. And from 17 years old to 19 years old, I played baseball. But when I was uh, 19, 18 years old, I got injured. And um, I totally, totally was, uh, I was sad about it. You know, that was a, a huge hit in my life. So I was looking for something else. And there it was when I was introducing network marketing in that moment of my life, 17 years old. Well, um, that's, that's really cool because you know what? Like uh, my son is seven years old and one of his dreams is to play college baseball. So which college did you go to in California? I went to San Diego State. Wow, awesome. As a baseball player. So yeah. uh, what type of injury did you have? Oh, on my, how you call this? On your shoulder? Shoulder. My shoulder, my right shoulder. I got injured. So my velocity... And my curveballs uh, obviously went down, and I was I couldn't do the team. I was there for two years, so it was a big uh, and a great experience in my life. So, what did you do? So, who told you about network marketing, and, and was it a teammate or a student? And how did they approach you? Well, my my older brother Carlos, uh, he introduced me to network marketing. He was doing network marketing for six years at that moment of his life. I never knew what he was doing. But he called me and told me, Steven, you know what? I want you to go and see what I'm, I have been doing for the last six years. I was 17 years old. So, you know, six years before that, I was 11 years old. I wasn't interested in any business. Um, so, so yeah, at 17 years old, it was, uh, it was my first time that I knew through my brother. So why did you decide to uh, give it a shot? You know what? Um, I, went to a, I went to a hotel in a Chula Vista, California, in a Sheraton hotel. Um, and I got introduced to a business presentation and I went there and this old lady was sitting next to me. She was like 67 years old. And um, I was hearing everything that people were telling there and saying. And uh, I was this type of people that, you know, uh, I'm hearing, but at the same time, I don't believe anything that they're saying. <laughs> and um, this lady, uh, got up, they called her, they, she got up, and she uh, told her story. 
she told her story. She's 67 years old at that moment of her life. At 65, she got introduced at that company. And in that point of her life, uh, she uh, was making more than $10,000 a month. I didn't believe her. But once the presentation finished, I went to her and I told her, I don't believe you. And she showed me her bank account. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to I, I, I need to give it a shot. So being honest, I give it a shot because I saw results and I was impacted, impacting my life because everything that my family told me, it was like, go have good grades, uh, study and have a good profession. And they never told me about network marketing. I didn't even know what was network marketing at that point of my life. So how did you do? You're 17 years old. You just got started. Um, how was your first couple of weeks like? Oh, it was, I thought that I knew everything, but I, I realized I didn't. <laughs> um, you know what? I have something that I have can, I can tell you is that I have always be, I have been a person that I'm really, if you tell me, Steven, you know what? You need to do this. I'm going to hear and I'm going to learn and I'm going to, I'm going to put all the, all the information that you get, provide me or give me. So something that have helped me a lot, it's to listen to people that had the results. And I have this first mentor in this company, and he, he, he told me, Stephen, you know what? You need to read this book, he told me. And it was a book, like a system of that company, and I learned how to present the opportunity. I learned how to contact people. I learned how to um, prospect people. I learned how to, um, you know, be... Uh, be responsible with my with my network and stuff like that, you know. And I started doing every single thing that I was reading and learning from the mentors that I had. But my first weeks, it was not the way that I was thinking. You know, I presented people, people ignore me. I was 17 years old. The people that I had around didn't even believe me. Steven, 17 years old, you're crazy doing a business. Oh no, I'm not gonna listen to you. So it was a little bit hard because I have a lot of rejections. How did you overcome that rejection, especially at 17? Uh, no one's listening to a 17-year-old. How did you overcome that? Well, you know what? Um, I said, if people don't listen to me, if my friends are not listening to me because they have their mindset in other stuff like cars or girlfriend, party, party, party. Uh, um, but obviously, I was like, I need to find the correct people. I need to find the people that are tired of being tired. And I started looking for people of 35, 40 years old. Uh, I started looking for people. For example, I, I assisted to a church in, back in Puerto Rico in that point of my life and in California. And I started reaching people that were more older than me, that they have their jobs, that they have kids, that they have a big purpose in their life. You know, They have a responsibility that a 17-year-old person uh, doesn't have. So I started contacting them and... Uh, I started having results with people that wanted to find an a real opportunity in their life, you know? How did you get people who are 30-something years old, who are like double your age, to respect you and listen to you? Um, well, that's a really good question. You know what? Uh, something that I can tell you is always I have always approached to people with... Um, with being honest, I don't know. I I, I, I I consider myself a person that I'm honest. I go to a person and I tell them, you know what, I'm seventeen year old I, I'm seventeen years old. 
Uh, I can be your son, but you need to listen to me. Uh, I have a huge opportunity. And I think that being so direct to the person and looking them to their eyes, they were like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a try to this kid. So I think that will be a huge part. Being at a young age, uh, talking to people, you know, with, um, uh, with, with, with a character, you know? I don't know how to, how to express myself. I'm trying to look to that word in English. But yeah, I don't know if you can help me with that. But being honest, telling people with the heart what I'm offering them. Yeah, I think it's just being confident and being, having that conviction. Right, you are 17. And some people may be like, oh, I'm only 17. Uh, and you push very shy, right? very scared. But you're like, hey, I am 17, but I got something really important to share with you. And I think you're so, when you have that confidence and obviously, maybe the right word is boldness. People are like, this 17 year old is way different than all the 17 years I know. Okay, what does he have, right? You get people to start listening to you. Exactly, exactly. Confident, that's the word, exactly. What was the turning point in your business? Like, you know, you my, said you didn't get much, you had a lot of rejection, and then boom, and all of a sudden your business really, really took off. Well, I can tell you my business took off at, I will say, 18, almost 19 years old. Um, I think being consistent and being determined uh, to help people, you know. I, I had my job at that age. But every single time that I got up of my of my job and from the university, um, I worked my I, I worked my business every single day for the last seven to eight years of my life. I'm 26 years old now. Um, I have been working really hard every single day. So I can I can tell you that part of my success it's working every single day like if I was closing a ranch in the MLM industry. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that will be that will be a good answer to that question. What do you what do you mean uh, when you say work hard? Give me a typical day. What's working hard so people know? Well, at the beginning, I thought that working hard was uh, just presenting the opportunity, but there are five things that I consider working hard. Uh, I focus every single time in activities that are just not not just activities, but productivities. Hmm. That's what I focused. Uh, reading a book is an activity for me, but closing a person on the business is being productive. So I start focusing in three things, five things actually, that can help me out. First of all, selling the product or the service of my company. Second of all, um, prospecting with product or the service of my company. Uh, third, uh, giving follow-ups to the people that I start, let's say, presenting or contacting, uh, qualifying those people. Let's say they're going to be a client or this And fifth, uh, duplicating people in my business. So those five things, I have been doing it for the last, what, six years now? So that's been working hard. Every single day, I need to be, I need to do at least, from those five activities, at least I need to do three every single day. So for me, that's working hard. That is good stuff. So why, why don't you just go over the five again? Number one, selling a product. Number two is prospecting for the business or product, right? Selling the product, prospecting with the product or service. Number three will be um, following up with the person that I sold the product or they're interested in the product. Um, fourth it will be um, qualifying those people, qualifying them in, okay, I think this person is going to be a client or a distributor. 
or a, you know a possible distributor and fifth is duplicating them duplicating them in doing what i do every single day hmm. let me uh this is my favorite question in your eight years what is your worst moment in network marketing to the point that you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Or you made you miss playing baseball. Something. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Your worst, worst moment and the reason, um, your mindset behind it when it happened. And what did you learn from it? I can tell you my worst moment was two years and a half ago. Um, being in the industry for, what, six years, starting in a, on a, at a young age. Uh, putting all my effort and work in um, companies. And starting back from the beginning, it was a little bit hard for me because I was at, at 21 years old. I had start. I have been. I was being successful in the industry of network marketing. But at 24 years old, two years and a half ago, um, I, I obviously I, I have my worst moment in my life. I went back and lived with my parents. I was in my worst economic situation ever. I was making 150 dollars a week. Um, I was desperate and just thinking about it, starting again and, 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 and obviously growing a business was a little bit hard for me, but I remember something that I went back. It's again, that lady, 67 years old, I was 24 years old at two years ago. And I was like, you know what? If she did it at that age, I can do it every single day if I want. So at that moment of my life, two years and a half ago, I was in the worst moment in my uh, MLM industry moment, you know, in my in my worst uh, moment of my life, uh, talking about money and uh, money situations. So, yeah, that would be the worst situation ever. You know, a lot of times people say network marketing can set you free, and you were in a tough spot, like $150 a week living with your parents. Why did you decide to keep doing network marketing? Because... I tried, you know, when you, I'm going to, I love giving examples to people. You know, when you try, when, when you're in a mall and people tell you, try this food and they give you the food and you try it and you keep walking, but you're like, oh, this is really good. And you go back and you say, I want, I want, I want what you, I just ate or what you just gave. Mm-hmm. So at 21 from 23 years old, I had that bit of uh, success in my life. And I knew what was not depending on a job or a boss or having that stress of waking up really early in the morning and getting home late and being tired. So I give it a shot again. I was like, if I don't do it in this industry, I will never do it in any other industry ever in my life. And something that I love, Simon, is helping people. So that's why I give it a shot again in, in, in network marketing. That's awesome. Hey, um, you have built a big team in uh, 16 different countries, Latin America. What tips can you share about building for those who are, I know Latin America economies are really growing, developing. What tips can you share for those who want to expand in different countries? You know, I, I heard this saying like five years ago. I, I heard, if you want to build a, a, a huge team in a fast matter, building United States. But if you want to change lives in a fast matter, build in Latin America. And being from Puerto Rico and building teams in like Mexico, Colombia, 
El Salvador, Costa Rica, and stuff like that, I have seen that people are hungry to have success. Something that I admire of Latin American people is that people don't say no. If you tell them about an opportunity, people are gonna are gonna go for it, even though they don't know about it. And um, building in Latin America, it's something that is a blessing for me because I have helped so many people. In Latin America, the average of people making money a month in dollars, we're talking about from $300 to $500 a month. And when you have a good opportunity and you start helping people make $300, $500 a week, definitely you change their lives. And um, that's, uh, I think that will be a huge point to build a team and um, and why I keep building teams in Latin America because in a faster uh, in a faster way you help them uh, you know retire or you know just they have three jobs just stay with one and you know quit the other two. So they're more definitely more open minded and work work more because they're hungry. They're really hungry. You know, there's a lot of people in Latin America that have you know that are. Uh, going through tough times here in the United States, I live right right now in Florida. Well, it's it's really hard for a person to to not to to go through a day and not eat. I know there are probably people in that, in the United States that happens, but in Latin America, you see that. And when you have a huge opportunity or a good opportunity of network marketing in your hands, and you and you show them an opportunity, people are hungry to find something that they can do. Yeah, that reminds me when I built in Philippines, like a, you know. Uh, less developed country, like people are hungrier, like people want like the American dream, like a lot of things that we in a first world country like Canada, US, Australia, UK, Europe that we have, we take for granted, like, you know, eating, right? Like um, in the US, almost everyone eats, you may not eat as well, but you can eat. But in those countries, you're really like not eating at all. How do people afford? How do people afford like the products? If they're making only like three, five hundred dollars a month. Right. Well, you know what? Something that I can tell you is people, if they make $500 a month, let's say, and they need to invest $200, $300, uh, people were talking about a uh, half of what you make a month. So people, when they see the opportunity or they find a way that you're giving them an opportunity that, that, that there's going to be good for them to make money or make an extra income, people, people really, they will do whatever it takes to invest. So I have, that's what I have experienced in the last, what, seven, eight years in network marketing. People will invest when they see a real opportunity in their hands. Yeah. I think the same thing in the Philippines, Indonesia, Thailand. They, they may not afford it. But they may only make $300 a month. But they will borrow money. They will take loans, get, apply for extra credit cards. They'll find a way. Like you said, if the opportunity is there, they will find a way to come up the money. I, I, Simon, you know what? Now that you're saying that, I have this. Uh, this gave me like a flashback. Uh, I was uh, five years ago. I was in Dominican Republic. I'm from Puerto Rico, so I traveled to Dominican Republic, and I was uh, presenting the opportunity in the, of that company at that point of my life in this small place. It was like 15 people, and this lady came to me and told me, "You know what? I don't have the money to join the company, but if you borrow me products." If you gave me products to me, I will come back in two hours. You know what? I I don't know, but something told me just give it to her, at least two, three products. I give it to her and I was like, you know what? This lady is not going to come back. Two hours later, this this lady came back with a lot of Dominican pesos in, their hand, in her hands. And she threw it to me and she told me, is this enough 
to join the company. And I was so impressed. I was like, wow, people here are hungry. People really and desire that success. And that's something that you said. You know, people are really hungry and, yeah. and they really want that being successful in life. And in many ways, I found out they're very more entrepreneurial. They'll come up ways to sell that product, right? Even they may not sell it in the box and maybe open the box and sell by individual samples. They'll find a way to get the money. And if it's not credit card, they'll throw these coins at you. Hey, this, this is my money. But they will get the money. Totally, totally. Uh, you know, one of my uh, leaders while I was building the Philippines had no money. I had to borrow money from a loan shark, you know, but wow. he was able to pay the money back in three. And every morning uh, at 8, 8 a.m. in the morning, borrowed about like $800, $750, he had to pay back $25 U.S. So about $20 U.S. was like a thousand pesos. And basically, he had to take the products and sell them. Right, he and his wife would sell them. But every morning at eight a.m., he would give twenty dollars back to the loan shark and paid off the money. And now today, he's like a full-time leader, making what I think making over sixty thousand a year. You know, li- living like a dream. But people are hungry. I mean, so if you're listening to the watching this ML Nation, just know that we go to different markets. The culture is slightly different. That we would think would be crazy to do that in the U.S., like selling products and giving back a bunch of coins, like you know. But you know, different markets. If there's a will, there's a way. You just have to show them the opportunity and people are hungry and willing to invest. I think there's a lot of opportunity where you can go really, really quickly, really, really fast. Right. 100%. 100%. Hey, MM Nation. Here's a new type of MM training event that we just started. Now, you all know, if you listen to many episodes of MM Nation, the turning point for almost all top leaders was at an event. And right now, we have the new type of event, the BYOB Workshop. This is ML Nation's Build Your Own Business Workshop. And how this is different, because you can forget taking notes, because you're going to get results instead. We're going to prospect together and get results immediately. So we don't focus just taking notes and learn, 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 because you probably know a lot already. We are doing, going to do some training, but most of the time it's going to be me and you prospecting together. And if you're stuck, you actually get to ask me. I'll tell you what exactly, how to reply back to your prospects. Uh, we've done a couple of these in 2018. They got amazing results and we're expanding to different cities. If you're interested right now with early bird pricing, you can get up to 50% off. And if you're an insider member, you get an additional 30% off of these uh, after the early bird price. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Okay, mlnation.com slash BYOB, and I'm excited to be prospecting together with you and get results for you that day. So it's not taking notes and going home. We can prospect and build, grow your business in one day more than you have it done. Just go to mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Hey, thank you for sharing that. As we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain, okay? Yeah. Uh, first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, uh, I can tell you, I don't have a quote, but I can tell you a, a quote for me will be, um, let's say work every single day, your butt off, <laughs> you know, um, I have a saying and it's, uh, work Sunday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, every single day. We determined be determined but do everything with love be determined but do everything with love 
that's a quote that I can tell you that I love. Be determined, but do everything with love. I love it. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? A, a habit that people can become successful, it's, for example, something that helped me a lot. It's reading books. So I didn't have that habit. I, and I'm being honest. Uh, from uh, I started that habit four years ago. I started reading different books. I start, um, start taking time off to start listening to people like you, Simon, people that have the results, people that have, uh, that have been there and start educating myself. So this, like, for example, Emily Nation is a huge and great way, and all the people that are listening out there, is a huge and great way to learn and grow and be successful. So I started reading books and listening to people that have the success and have the way and have the different ways to 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 have to to be successful in this industry. So that's something that helped me a lot. Hmm. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Oh, three things. Three things. Uh, and I heard this from a great, great, great leader uh, of a different company. Uh, I have never been in that company, but I heard him in person, and he told me three things. He told me. Um, Tell stories, ask questions, and give options. For example, something that I do every single day in a presentation or when I share the opportunity is tell stories about other people being successful. And I start telling people about this lady or this person that right now it's uh, hitting this rank or being successful or they left their job and now they're full time. Uh, when I tell about ask questions is that people don't, I have, I have seen that people don't want to hear what you say, but when you ask questions, you know, and you know how to identify uh, their, uh, their, their, you know, you, you know how to identify what they want through the questions and giving options. Giving options is people are listening or people listen to you, but when you give options, people don't feel like you're trying to sell something. So three things that I have learned, it's uh, tell stories, ask questions, and give options. What's an example of an option? So I'll listen to the note. Like, uh, what's an option you'll give someone? An option that I give someone when I present the opportunity or I, or I start, you know, when I do give a presentation to someone is I don't, I tell them, you don't need to join the company. You don't need to do this. If you don't feel like doing this business, it's okay. But you can be a client or you can be a distributor or you can probably think about it. But that's another, that, for example, Simon, what I want to say is, and sorry that I, I'm not uh, explain, expressing myself very well, since English is my second language, but what I want to say is giving options to people is, you know what, Simon, uh, you don't need to join my company, but you can be a client. You know what, Simon, I know that you're interested in the products and not in the, in the company, but you can do the company too. If I show you a way that you can do this business and be successful, are you willing to work with me? That's giving options to people. Hmm. Good. I love it. Uh, what is your favorite prospecting tool you use? Do you like uh, do you use a webinar, video, Zoom, especially building in Latin America? How do you do it? Oh, I do a lot of Zoom. I, I work with Zoom. I love Zoom. 
and obviously Skype too. We're using uh, Skype. I use Skype a lot, and I use Zoom to connect with people. You know what? Working in Latin America, it, it, I, I can tell you six, say, years ago, it was a little bit hard. But today, 2018, every single person has a phone in their hands. And even though in Latin America, a lot of people have internet and phone and a smartphone. So connecting to people in these days is a lot easier. Uh, being honest, six, seven years ago, uh, growing the company that I was doing in that moment, moment of my life, it was uh, more like person to person. Today, in, in the company I'm doing, doing right now, 90% uh, of my time, I'm building my business through my phone and computer using Zoom and Facebook groups. I use those two tools, Zoom and Facebook groups. There you go. Two great resources, Zoom and Facebook groups. Um, and you talked about reading before. What's one book you could recommend? Uh, it's called, uh, I don't know if you have heard it before, it's called Pitch Perfect. Hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, how, to, how to say it right, how, how to say it right first time, every time, by Bill, Mac, uh, it's called Bill McDowan, I think it's called. Bill yeah. McDowan. Pitch I've never perfect. read it. I heard of it though. Pitch Perfect. What is one does, uh, one book that uh, uh, a distributor should read? A distributor should read a book. Um, uh, it's in, in it's Del Carnegie. I, I love it. It's Como Ganar Amigos. How it's in English. It's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, there See, we I told go. you my Spanish was really good. <laughs> no, you're really good. I, I love that book. It helped me a lot to deal with people. And to obviously know to get that person. Um, here's the last question. The million dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So didn't know your family, didn't know your brother. You're like an alien that went to another planet. Uh, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a MLM business from scratch? Well, you know what? Today, like I said, in 2018, we have a lot of social media. And something that I have found for the last two to three years, it's building my business through social media. Uh, I don't need to go to a place physically. I can find people all around the world through social media, through Facebook, through Snapchat, through Twitter, uh, and through other Instagram and stuff like that. And something that I like to do, Simon, is um, to answer the question that you just asked me, is to build my business, but first having a relationship with people. When I approach to a prospect, I don't, I don't seem that I'm interested in them to see my product or my business. I just want to make a relationship with that person. And once I, I feel that I did a click with that person, then I approach in obviously using different ways to approach uh, and tell them about my business. So if I need to start to do everything again, I will definitely start looking and searching for people through social media. That's something that has helped me for the last three years, and I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep building my business through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and stuff like that. Where would you go on social media? Like, uh, do you go to Facebook groups? How would you find your friends? Your process, your, to meet new friends. This is uh, this is a really good advice that I'm gonna give you right now. <laughs> it has helped me a lot, and I have noticed that people are not exploding it. Um, 
a lot of people in, in, in network marketing are not exploding this, but I, I work a lot with Facebook groups. Um, and when I say Facebook groups, it's not creating a group. There's already Facebook groups out there, like selling stuff, like Craigslist, for example. Um, and um, groups like that. There's a lot of groups that people don't even imagine in Facebook that they already exist, that someone is an admin, and there's like 100,000 people in that group. And um, I, I start, uh, you know, posting stuff to attract that, you know, those people that are curious about making more money and extra income or selling a product or being healthy. And I use groups, Facebook groups, like private Facebook groups that I join every single day to start promoting my product, my service, or my business. That's what I'm talking about. And I have found a lot of people through that. Awesome. And uh, as we wrap up, you know, Facebook, by the way, Facebook groups is one of my favorite ways to meet people. I uh, join groups that even, you know, I'm actually in a lot of youth baseball groups, just meeting friends, meeting people. And like you said, if you meet friends first, they'll become prospects later. So great advice, Stephen. Hey, as we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners uh, can connect with you? Um, people can connect through me through Facebook. My name is, uh, I love Facebook. I use that a lot. So Facebook, Stephen Huarbe, uh, Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N. And my last name, J-U-A-R, V has in boy, E. Um, through my uh, .com page, it's my name, Stephen Huarbe, S-T-E-V-E-N. J-U-A-R-B-E dot com. And uh, being honest, I have two phones. I have my personal phone and my business phone. So people, if they want to connect with me, they can. I'm going to throw it there. It's 787-398-9990. People just can text me. I prefer text or WhatsApp and people can connect with me. Hey, you're a real global entrepreneur. It brings my memories. When I was building in Asia, Malaysia, Philippines, every leader has at least two mobile phones. <laughs> that's, that's when you know you're working hard. Hey, thank you so much, Stephen, and uh, my nation. You, you remember, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Stephen Huabe. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.com. Just type in Steve. His last name starts with a J, J-U-A-R-B-E, uh, Steve. And all the nuggets of wisdom and link to contact Steve. And also, his phone number will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in life, in business, in network marketing, you must help others. So, Steve, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you. I appreciate Mr. Simon and everything that I, everyone that is hearing me. Make sure to be in MLM Nation. I have done that for a couple of years now and it has helped me a lot. So, thank you so much. It's a pleasure, Mr. Simon. And obviously, all the people out there, thank you so much for listening. MLM Nation, Simon Chan here, and recap review from an inspiring episode from Stephen Huabe. If you like this, please go to MLNation.com. Just go to the show notes page. Connect with Stephen or his infos there. Just uh, go to MLNation.com forward slash podcast, and you see, uh, just type in Steve, search, and you see it right there uh, on the show notes page, all the goodies, the nuggets. You know, a lot of lessons here. Number one is uh, he was super, super skeptical, right? But what got him was stories. Story hearing from a 67-year-old woman, right? And learning and what got him to be successful is learn to listen to people who have results, right? He read the self-development and he learned to listen to people who made it, not the ones who didn't make it. Now, he, Steve did get a lot of rejection, but he just realized he was going for the wrong market, right? And 
He looked for older people, and you know, in terms of uh, if you're struggling with getting older people, if you're young, young, and you're struggling to get older people to listen to you, it's about being your confidence, how confident you are. And they're more, and one way to build confidence is just working hard. Steve talked about every day. He had to do these things. He had to sell the product. He had to uh, sell the product. He had to prospect with the product. He had to follow up with the product. He had to qualify people as well, whether it's for business or product. And then the people in the business, in the business, he had to spend training and duplicating. Those are the five things he did every day. I'm telling you, everyone has that checklist. Every leader has a checklist. That was his DMO. By the way, ML Nation, if you don't have, uh, you need a checklist, go to MLNation.com and you can get a DMO, your daily checklist cheat sheet right there. You can actually put it on the phone. We actually designed it for, uh, to make a screenshot to put on your phone or you can download it. It'll be really helpful for you. Now, getting back to Steve, uh, he did have a, a, a tough time when, you know, when he was at 24, he made a lot of money and then his company had issues, right? But he thought back, yeah, back to that 67-year-old. And that's the thing. What he said to himself is what you need to say to yourself. Is, hey, if she can do it, I can do it. And that's what Steve said. If she can do it, I can do it. And that keeps you going. Other things. Um, you have to tell stories, right? Ask questions and give people options. Those are three things that Steve does very well. Tell stories, ask questions, and give people options, Right? Really, really good advice there. He also talked about using Facebook groups to grow your business. Um, you know, you got to work every single day of your life. Um, you got to be determined, but do everything with love. For you got to love on people. You just can't be like focused on selling, selling. You know, you all have a great product, great service, great company. Love on people, give them the opportunity. Uh, but you got to do it sincerely of heart. Last thing, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about Latin America. I love talking about growing the business to second, third world country, uh, third world countries because people are hungry. You know, S- Steve talked about these people make like maybe two, three hundred dollars a month. Like I know in the Philippines it was like that, uh, five hundred dollars a month. If you're really, by the way, five hundred dollars a month in the Philippines or in Latin America, you're making really, really good money. But people will come up that money. Sometimes it costs t- two months of wages. Two months salary to get started. I guess in the U.S. that would be the equivalent of five, six thousand dollars to get started. But if people see the value, they'll come the money. The, the hunger for success, and that you know ties to a lot of things. You can reach out to people seven days a week. Anything if people have, you know, they see the opportunity, they will come out of the money. And people have different ways. You have to also learn to do the business different ways. Like the woman who took the product, sold it, and came back with coins. Right? I mean, that would be. Cr- no one will ever do that in the U.S., but that's what uh, people do out there. You got to learn the culture and work with their culture and what works for them. And a lot of times, they sell the product. They get the product, sell it, and that's how they have the money to get started with the business. So great show. Thank you, Stephen. Connect with them. Go to mlnation.com, Photoshop podcast. Let's look for Stephen Huabe. His last name is J-U-A-R-B-E. But in Spanish, it's pronounced Wabe and connect with them. If you like this, please leave a, a, a review on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate it. It would, uh, yeah, lift up the profession. And let me know how you like the show. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me as well on Facebook. Hey, thank you for listening. And I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.